in a world full of film and TV news. This just in. Breaking news for you now. Got to interrupt you here. We have some breaking news. Some breaking news. To another story that is breaking overnight. Three men have joined forces to bring you the Hello and welcome to the Weekly Cut Podcast, a place that brings you the latest news and reviews in TV and films, and also some trailer reactions and more. I'm your host Brad, and this, as always, is Connor motherfucking D. Hello. Nice. What shirt is that, by the way? Elmo. Hello. I forgot I had this on. This is my house shirt. <laughs> when you opened the door, I was like, oh, for, for fuck's sake. <laughs> this is God. my house shirt. Uh, we've all got a house shirt, no worries. We're recording on a Saturday today, we've got a beer, yeah. we're feeling better, we're doing it early just to get it in for the weekend. Um, today's episode, before I sort of do the social speak, today's episode's a bit of a special one. We're looking at box office bombs slash disappointments, yeah. uh, but movies we think are pretty great. Yeah. So we're not talking about films that were shite and bombed, because... We know why. They're shit. <laughs> they're shit. Uh, so we're talking those, the anomalies, what happened, why did they back sort of behind-the-scenes drama and stuff like that. We're also talking the latest trailers. we got Walking Dead spin-off Dead City, which has sort of broke the internet, weirdly enough, because mm. I didn't think anyone was looking forward to it, but now I am as well. We've also got the Meg 2. Oh, yeah, we have. We're not going to do a breakdown, but I guess we're going to be talking about some very extreme moments in the trailer. It was brilliantly bad, and we'll bring all the good stuff for you. Uh, we've also got some news on the Fast and Furious Rome premiere that happened last night, Friday night that was, uh, and amongst some other stuff. But for now, let's get on with it. I probably should have said, we do have a Twitter. We do, yeah. At Weekly Cut. It's our home, 12,000 strong now, so thank you very, very much. It's a good community. Join the conversation. We reply to everyone. It's brilliant. And if you're a fan of the show, just leave a, a review because it really helps us out. Yeah. And Connor can buy another Elmo shirt. Okay. Um, <laughs> right. Let's start with the Rome premiere for yeah. Fast and Furious. It was the world premiere. All the stars, bar Jason Momoa, weirdly enough. Yeah. All of them were there. Bar him. Um, we're going to be talking about... Let's let's start with the, the nice thing, which I didn't know. Meadow Walker, who is Paul Walker's um, daughter. Oh, yeah. Has got a cameo in the movie. Oh, which nice. Which I think is fantastic. Yeah, that's nice. She announced it. I don't know. It might be a little bit more than a cameo, but I guess it will be, because I'm not sure what else she does uh, actress-wise. But that is really, really good. Um, now, this is the bombshell news. Uh, Vin Diesel himself has confirmed. Connor replied on the Twitter was not happy, but let's just say it's now 12 films in the franchise saga for Fast and Furious. He has confirmed on the red carpet, Fast X is part one of a three, Ugh. not two, three-part finale. Now, as a massive uh, FF fan, Connor, <laughs> yeah. what are you thinking? It will never end. This will <laughs> never, ever finish. It will get to the second one, and it'll go, oh, two more, actually. We're not quite finished. Was it supposed to be 11? It was... The, the whole plan was, even when Justin Lin, before he got fired and they got the new Lewis Lettier in, the plan was end it with a two-parter. Fast yeah. 10, fast 11. Yeah. Um, and then, for some reason, I don't know what's changed, uh, they've decided to do a three-part finale. The story can't be that in-depth yeah. in these three films. It doesn't make sense. That is true. Um, there's a segue onto that, and we'll, we'll end it here. They're, they're trying to build out a bigger story, it seems, by a post credit scene that has been reshot late, I'm hearing. Mm. With, um, and oh, we won't, we're not saying it because it's a spoiler. It's all over the internet. And I just would like to say, and I want your opinion on it, Con, as well. Um, the rap, absolutely disgusting. Yeah, I agree. 
they released an exclusive, and I'm putting uh, inverted commas up in the air, an exclusive, which is the blatant spoiler telling everyone a week before it releases of what the end credit is. Yeah. that I, That's unforgivable. You can't be... That's clout chasing. You want to be desperate. You want you want followers. But all you're doing is pissing people off. 100%. Because like, we saw it and we were like, oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah. They even hit the reply, so they know what they're doing. Yeah. yeah. And we haven't shared it on our uh, page. We have No, not sharing that at no. all. That is, that is just terrible. Um, also, I think the, the person who done it, and Umberto Gonzalez, who I've followed for years, and he's very, very good, and mm. I'm, I'm a big fan of his, but he was the reporter on this that, that done it. And he's got a notable dislike for a certain someone. I won't say who it is because that ruins it. Yeah. And um, yeah, that that is clearly what's fueled this. Yeah. And that is so not journalistic integrity or because yeah. they're big, the rap. They're that's, huge. That's really bad. I think the studio should come after them. Hundred um, percent. People are trying to say, what if Universal greenlit it? But I'm sure they greenlit it to many others, yeah. and they decided not to run that story. Yep the rap did just just thought i'd say that is disgusting yeah everyone come to our page <laughs> yeah come to us we don't spoil shit you know yeah uh right now let's move on to some cracking trailers let's go good start con saturday momentum we got it uh right meg two. Oh yeah uh, hits theaters on august august 4th mm. what are you thinking con um this is the most ridiculous <laughs> film on the planet now, they're trying to go big here. Yeah, 100% they yeah. are. It's like, oh, this is... Uh, there's like three of them. Because it, well, there's three Megalodons out now, um, but also the Trench has opened up, which is part of the, the title, uh, Meg 2, The Trench, and it's more creatures. So yeah. they're trying to up the stakes, up the ante, by saying, well, it's not just Megalodons that are now released on the Earth above the Trench. We've got giant octopuses. Ugh. We've got these flying crab things. They're trying to release a whole new world yeah. on, onto Earth. This film is on the same level as Sharknado for me. <laughs> Just a bigger budget. Yep. And um, all the parody films. Mm-hmm. It's basically a parody film. It is. But I think it actually is trying to take itself seriously. <laughs> it um, yeah, I hope they're not because they do see, They seem self-aware, but I'm not sure they are. Yeah. Because the first one wasn't like this. The first one was quite an, not an interesting story. How do I say this? It It actually wasn't bad, I didn't think. It's actually got some fans. Okay. It was a, just a shark attack story. Yes, yeah. but to, instead we've done it before with Jaws and we've yeah. done it before. So what what can we do? Make it a bigger shark. <laughs> Fair enough. Make it a megalodon. So it was actually not a bad giant monster movie. Yeah. Which is never going to win Oscars. But it's quite enjoyable. But then this one, Jason Statham at one point is on a jet ski, like fighting this with a, with a pole or something, fighting a megalodon. Just whipping it around. Just whipping just it around. Flips. Uh, and then the, he stops it with his leg. Yeah. So in the in the trailer, <laughs> going out to our weekly cut, it's on there. He stops a megalodon <laughs> with his foot, and the, the shark just stops. That's just I, I don't know who's put that in the writing or what, but that is just pathetic. I think uh, he went to work and like I thought, oh, yes, it's good. I'm this, yeah, a good this day is So I went right. Okay, take one scene. Uh, Jason Statham, just put your leg up there because <laughs> we're gonna basically the CGI megalodon there, and you're gonna stop it. Um, yeah, just like Connor said, it's ridiculous. Um, they open up the trailer straight away with a megalodon eating a T-Rex. Yeah. In extremely shallow water. Um, and yeah, I just they've just gone full throttle for it. Yeah, that is really shallow water. <laughs> how did it get there? It comes on a beach. So how did a massive giant megalodon sneak up? Yeah. On, oh, it's just, 
I don't know what to say about this movie. It looks no it looks brilliantly bad, um, but we'll we'll watch it and we'll we'll see what in the, <laughs> in August and we'll see whether it comes good or not. Right now, let's move over to Dead City, which is the Walking Dead spinoff coming June eighteenth, starring Jeffrey D. Morgan yeah. and Laura Cohen. I think her name is who plays Maggie. Um, now I'm a huge Walking Dead fan. Yeah, Connor, I believe you used to be. I watched, years and years ago. Yeah, I think I watched a few seasons and left it. Fair enough. Um, did this trailer do anything for you? I'm torn. <laughs> I am really torn because it seems like the scale seems, when it panned out, it seemed like walking, um, Last of Us Yes, scale. very. So it, they go to New York. Yeah. So what Connor's saying is, and they even do some daytime New York shots yeah. that look brilliant in fairness for yeah. the budget of an AMC show. So I thought, this is pretty good. The the walkers, there's a lot of them, which I like Hordes, that. yeah. Yeah, I want that. I like that. But I think, again, there's too much of a human aspect to it. It's like human v. human with walkers just there. Yeah. And I don't want that. I, no, that's completely fair. Yeah. Um, it does, from from a, a big Walking Dead fan, this does feel like they've listened to the fans. Okay. What I mean by that is a couple of aspects. There's a bit in the trailer where you see one of the walkers that's running and doing parkour fast. Yeah. Now, that's never... They, they teased it towards the end of The Walking Dead show and they start to learn how to climb and even open doors, but they don't really move quick. So it looks like we're getting evolved walkers. Yeah. Which shouldn't good. have taken 11 seasons to get. Too long. It's too long. Yeah. Um, I agree with Connor. Some of the shots look like The Last of Us. Um, I also like... Did you see the thing, the mutated one? The, loads of arms. Yeah. Like, like three arms or again, something. Again, f- not just slow-moving walkers. So I like they've listened. They're yeah. doing some mutations and stuff. Um, and I just think it's going to be great in New York. Yeah, I will watch this. Joe, what? New York draws me. <laughs> yeah. If it was like a farm well. or countryside, yeah. uh, leave it. But New York. Well, that's there. the thing. You've just hit the nail on the dead. So again, if you've watched Walking Dead for 11 seasons like I did, you know that it's always set in the bloody woods. Yeah. It's just in the Atlanta woods or wherever it is. But this, they've gone grander. They've built out the world of The Walking Dead. Yeah. And uh, maybe they've, I don't know if they've looked at Last of Us because whether it's filming similar time, I don't know. But... Yeah, it just it feels like they have gone grander and expanded the world. Yeah, is he the best character, Negan? Yeah, yeah, he's, he did go a bit soft, but um, like he sort of turned a tired and become oh, good. Okay. Um, but it looks like in this they are trying to recapture his smarmy psychoness again. Yeah, um, and the reason they're together, which felt false when it was announced, because I was like, why the fuck would Negan and Maggie be together? Because for anyone that remembers, Negan killed Glenn, who's her was her husband and oh. father to her son. But in this, it looks like Maggie's lost Herschel, the son of Glenn, and asked Negan for his help because he knows the group yeah. in New York. So that's why they're forced together. They're not like romanticizing. Yeah, it's just stupid. they're doing a job. Joe the M villain. Yeah, or like the ball. Where do I know him from? Is he? Is he got a weird like shaped head? In yes, this? he does. I don't know oh, if yeah, that's I meant or not. Yeah, I was going to say. I don't know if he was a trader or I was thinking, what's going on here? He does have an extremely weird head. Uh, but yeah, um, I, I must admit, and a lot of people on our Twitter are saying the same, that they lost their way with The Walking Dead. Yeah. But this does, has brought some people in. I'll watch it. Yeah, so I'm yeah. for the New York aspect, like you say. So it was a good trailer. And yeah, June 18th is a packed June. Mm. Um, so we'll see what comes of it. Uh, right, I think we're ready to start our special segment, yeah. which is box office bombs slash disappointments but we think they're pretty great actually uh, some of them are fantastic in our opinion yeah um again this is all our opinions we could do four part shows of this there's so many out there that we've not mentioned so maybe we'll do another episode with more down the line but for now these are just sums we cherry picked out of a lot 
Uh, right, I'll kick it off with my few first. Uh, let's start with Mad Max Fury Road. Yeah. So up top, 150 to 170 mil budget. Box office drew in only 375 million. Um, so plus marketing and stuff like that. It, it made the studio, I think, a loss between anywhere between 20 and 50 million, something like that. Yeah. Uh, this was great. It was great. It was fucking brilliant. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what went wrong, wrong because Wong. <laughs> I don't know what went wrong. <laughs> Wong word, isn't it? It Wong word, isn't it? It had everything. It had two massive stars, yeah. Charlie's Ferron and Tom Hardy. Um, and then also had um, sort of massive grand, uh, oh, Nicholas Holt as well was in it, and grand sort of spectacle scenes. So, and reviewed brilliantly. Yeah. It was, what went wrong? It was really cool. I feel like, when did this come out? Uh, 2015. I've got all the dates because I knew you was going to ask yeah. me. 2015 it was. See, I feel like this went, under the radar because I was this was like the time where I was full cinema swing I was going all the time <laughs> yeah but I remember watching this film for the first time on a plane on the way to Orlando that's strange so I don't know why I didn't go and see it well here's a good point because my, there was 30 years gap between the previous Mad Max movie which uh, was yeah. I think Mel Gibson or, or whatever um, now that did that just not work because that's too big a gap and people didn't yeah. care or realise I don't know. I don't know. With, with Tom Hardy in it, you think, and Charlie's Ferrari, yeah. you think, that's a draw in itself. And it's got the name Mad Max, which was a cult classic. Yeah. Um, also, there was loads of behind-the-scenes drama with this. Was there? Um, Tom Hardy and Charlie's from Basically, Tom Hardy <laughs> would insist on staying in character. Uh, um, so he would recluse, he'd be a recluse, keep himself to himself, be rude, and stuff like that. And Charlie's from was just like, as soon as they say cut, she's... Charlie's for on again. Yeah, because she's and, an actor. Because she's an actor. Yeah. And uh, he kept showing up late and they got into it big time oh, yeah, yeah. on set. Um, so yeah, it's just, that's the first one out of the block. It really is a shame that one fell because it's an actually brilliant movie. Yeah. Um, and it is a shame. Are right. Another one, aren't we? Yeah, true. We are getting another one. Mad Max Furiosa. Yeah. Um, Chris Emsworth. Um, to Anya Taylor-Joy. Yeah. She's playing a young Charlie's Theron, I believe. So I can't wait for that. That's got a huge budget as well. So yeah. it should be good and hopefully... We can get an actual good box office this time. Um, right. Terminator Salvation. Oh. I'm holding my hands up because I don't actually think this is a great movie. I yeah. know Connor doesn't. Do you? I, I don't at all. <laughs> no. In the notes I sent Connor, he actually said the word, unfortunately, when I put this in there. Yeah. Uh, so, bo- uh, budget, sorry, whopping 200 million. God, blimey. Uh, box office only drew in 371 million. Mm. So, it made the studio a loss of probably similar to what Mad Max did because of the marketing. Now, as I said, I'm not saying it's great. I just really love the idea. We had two brilliant Terminator movies. Yeah. And they were set in the past with, you know, Carl Reese and young John Connor. And then we jump forward to the post-apocalyptic world. And it was such a good idea. Yeah. But it did, it found, and there's some things you probably don't know. And we've got a clip to play in a second. Um, but did you know that Christian Bell actually was supposed to be Marcus, Sam Worthington's character? No, I didn't. The film was supposed to centre around that and the reveal him being a cyborg at the end. Uh, but they, they got lucky and got Christian Bell on, who was a huge name at the time. Yeah. Um, and he was interested in John Connor. <laughs> so they then, last minute, beefed up the character to, tr- to say, well, we've got Christian Bell. We can't have a live. John Connor wasn't really supposed to be in the movie that much. I would have preferred that. I would have preferred yeah. that. So then they tried to do two leads and it didn't really work. Didn't work. Um, one thing that Connor will remember, and if you don't remember, this is brilliant. Um, when the uh, publicity tour got into full swing to market the movie, 
a on-set video was leaked of Christian Bale uh, getting into it with, I think it was the director of photography at the time. Yeah. Uh, do you just want to hit play? Let's let's have a listen. I want you off the fucking set, you prick. No, don't just be sorry. Think for one fucking second. The, the fuck are you doing? Are you professional or not? Yes, I am. Do I fucking walk around and rip that? No, shut the fuck up, Bruce. Do I want? No. No. Don't shut me up. Am I going to walk around and rip your fucking lights down in the middle of a scene? Then why the fuck are you walking right through? Ah, oh, da-da-da-da, like this in the background. What the fuck is it with you? What don't you fucking understand? Wow. Blimey. Uh, do you remember that? Did you remember it being that irate? No, I'm, no. I'm quite shocked by that. That is, I mean, don't condone it at all, but if the geezer was walking through, um, you know, behind, apparently it was a really emotional moment. Bryce Dallas Howard was the love interest. Oh, yeah. And um, later on, there's a, he carries on after that, and he goes, no, 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 and he puts, he goes, um, he's because I think Bryce was going, calm down. Like, calm down, Christian. Yeah. And he was like, um, why the fuck would you go behind Bryce like that? And he really screams and go high pitch. Um, but yeah, that didn't help the publicity, did it? That's really bad, that. that yeah. Bad. That, yeah. You, there's no excuse for that. Big ego, isn't it? Yeah. It's like what Tom Cruise done it. was like, that's naughty. Of course, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, do you you just really didn't like this movie, did you? No, I prefer in Universal in Orlando. Yes. Remember they used to do the Terminator 4D? Yes. I prefer that. Brilliant. Just put that on screen. <laughs> Coming out on motorbikes and shooting each other. Do a do a film adaptation of that. Yeah. Sounded great. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll move on from that. I just thought I'd put that in there because not so much that it was a great movie, but it was such a box office disappointment because it had Christian Bale, a new yeah. Terminator movie, following Terminator Two: Judgment Day, and the the, the third one that was shit. Um, but yeah, just and they actually then chose to reboot it after that with Genesis because that was such a, a bad performance. So it was a shame. Right, moving on to a nice, quick, and easy one that we both love: Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. Oh, brilliant film! Come out last year in 2022. Budget of 30 million, box office 29 million. That's not so fair. Lost the money. Yeah, studio. You liked it though. Yeah, but again, I watched it on a plane. Yeah, it's one of them. It's one of these films. There's some films where it's like I watched it on the plane. It's like Jurassic um, World Dominion. Is that the, the yeah, the no, latest one? The f- yeah, 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 I think I might watch that on the plane. <laughs> no, I didn't. I was forced to watch yeah. it. But I watched it for other means. But, like <laughs> pirate. There's some films that you just don't go and yeah. see. I don't know why. Well, especially this type of movie. Yeah, it's a comedies don't really do well nah. at the box office, do they? What are you going for? You're not going for the big, massive, you know, on-screen visuals. Yeah. So, especially nowadays, is this something you would Wait to stream. Yeah, I think that's the problem now. Yeah. If you've got a stream and you think, why is this just not on Netflix or something? I completely agree. Um, it even done, I found out through a, um, I think it was Forbes, I was doing, doing some research on this, and I found out less than 10% of moviegoers, they'd done a, a survey, knew this movie was a thing. Oh. So the marketing obviously wasn't very good yeah, either. Stinky. Um, so yeah, they just, they fumbled this one and it was actually really, really good. Uh, loved it. It was so funny. Uh, right, now... We may need to uh, put some restraints on Connor on this one. Uh, Tenet, 2020. Yeah. Um, budget of $205 million. I'm hearing it could have been more. Jesus. Um, box office, $364 million. Straight off the bat, before I go to Connor, obviously this come out in COVID. It was one of the biggest and first movies to actually test the waters. Yeah. Um, so fair play to Warner Brothers and Christopher Nolan for doing that. Um, but yeah, you love Christopher Nolan, but you love this movie. Love this film. The score's fantastic. 
The action sequence is fantastic. It's it's very Christopher Nolan. The story is really good, I think, and the twist is very good as well. But was it a reason this may be fouled? Forget box office for a second because I don't think that was all that was wrong. Yeah. Was it? And I actually really like this movie on, upon rewatching it. Is it too confusing? For an average, you're you're a big fan, Con. You got to remember, you're a big movie yeah, fan. Yeah. You're also very well aware of what Nolan's movies are like. Yeah, that's true. Average audience. Yeah, that. Yeah, probably they're thinking, "What the fuck's going on?" This is his most confusing for me. It is. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes I'm still working out, thinking, <laughs> "Hold on a minute, what, where are we?" So yeah, I'm I'm surprised by the budget. Yeah. Because I think the um, special effects were very minimal. Yeah. Well, they were. He, he even. Yeah, I, I think you even told me this fact mm. he blew up that real boeing 747 mm. <laughs> because it was so much cheaper than visual effects yeah um so yeah I, i'm not really sure why that was so big that's yeah, a lot isn't it? um he's running in reverse yeah why was it such a, so much money just film it going forward and just reverse it but also they didn't even reverse it a lot because people like kenneth branner had to learn he was russian wasn't he, he was the yeah one, he had to learn russian backwards oh yeah so uh, and john david washington I've seen behind the scenes of him doing fight scenes in reverse. Yeah. So that again, that was all choreography. So where the fuck did two hundred plus meal come from? And it can't be the cast. No, well, John Edward Washington's not commanding a lot. No, really, it's, it's it? his first outbreak role. Yeah. Robert Patterson, yeah, Kenneth Branagh's probably the big money maker there. Yeah. Aaron. Oh, Aaron Taylor Aaron Johnson. Johnson. I mean, it, it's yeah. a few. I mean, not yeah. 205 million. No, not 205 million, <laughs> yeah. Um, but it is a brilliant movie. Yeah. It's a testament to Christopher Nolan being Christopher Nolan. Uh, we can't wait for Oppenheimer coming this year. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, brilliant, brilliant movie that just unfortunately fouled. And that movie was what lost Warner Brothers, Christopher Nolan, which yeah. is why now he's at Universal. Because that movie, because it done bad, that was Warner Brothers' time to go, we're going day and date release with Godzilla vs. Kong and all that. Uh, yeah. And then Nolan went, are you fucking joking me? He done a christian bell <laughs> <laughs> what did they expect I don't know what they expected he's the he's obsessed with movie making yeah. on cinema so why would you say warner brothers movies are going and he, he said fuck you yeah see you later um anyway moving on coming to an end of my list uh edge of tomorrow fucking good film. oh this is a brilliant film Sorry to swear no this is a fucking good film. yeah uh just before i jump to Cotter, budget of 178 million box office of 370 million uh, could have been um, uh, the budget as well. Also, apparently, was closer to two hundred, but I just went with the official source that I had. Um, but yeah, I don't know what found again because yeah. Tom Cruise. Yep, great reviews. Sci-fi spectacle. Yeah, I was surprised to see this on the list. I didn't realize. You didn't realize? No, nah, this is. I love this film, and if it's on, I'll watch it. I'll always watch it. What it more is, can you want? Yeah, yeah, what more do you want? Uh, if this is apparently true. So I'm going to just say this and you tell me if you think it had any effect. I think it did because I actually have always thought this about the movie. So apparently moviegoers, again, through surveys and that, they they found out that moviegoers didn't know what the name of the movie was. I must admit, I always thought the name of the movie until a couple of years ago was called Live, Die, Repeat. And if you look at any of the marketing con, that slogan is so big and the title is just down the bottom edge of tomorrow. And they were... And basically... A lot of view average audience viewers were so confused about what where is what's the movie? Yeah, that's true. Thinking back now, I promise you, if you Google it, I googled it just to see, and all the imagery is live, die, repeat, edge of tomorrow coming out. Marking stinky. It is a bit yeah. uh, fucked up there. Yeah, obviously that that wouldn't have clawed back hundreds of millions, but it just wasn't great. Um, also, Emily Blunt was in this, and she was pregnant at the time. Was she? She looked 
fantastic. You're brilliant, yeah. Fair play to her. You're a, you're a big fan of Emily. I'm a big fan of Visually, Emily. yeah. And, a, and her career. She's a fantastic. And her dad's a barrister. Sharp. Yeah, no way. A, one of the top KCs in the country. Wow. Yeah. What, in, in UK, obviously. In UK. Yeah. yeah. Okay, fair enough. Uh, yeah, also, I, I mentioned there that Maleficent, you saw that film, didn't you? Yeah. It's quite good. Yeah, it's good. It's quite good. Yeah. Come out same, uh, I think, at the same week, and that made about 800 million, so I think it swamped this a little bit. Yeah. Uh, right. Uh, I think this is me done. Last movie uh, for me, and then we move on to Connor's batch. Uh, Children of Men. Oh, this one's telling you the other week. It was, uh, uh, Luke said it in the yeah. chat. Yeah. Um, before I go into the budget, etc. how good? So good. The opening scene. It's absolutely oh, brilliant. Yeah. I've got a really good fact in a second about that. Um, so budget, 76 million. Box office, 70 mil. That's really... When did this come out, this film? It come out in 2006. Yeah, because I remember... Because this film is a very good film. And I done film studies in college. And we studied this film. The weird thing you say that, when I was doing research, all the articles and that were saying this movie is what's shown to young filmmakers and it's yeah. no, it's known to be brilliant in terms of actual filmmaking so the fact you yeah you had it i don't remember that i don't think yeah. i've done it but it's so weird this film is very very good <laughs> i don't know why maybe was there marvel films out in that 2006 no no but, uh mcu didn't start to 2008 with oh, iron yeah, man yeah. did it so i don't I, I connor i couldn't tell you i had a great cast clive owen yeah uh chiwetel uh Ijifor, um well oh, what's the gingerhead woman um, oh, Julianne Moore. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, just an absolutely brilliant cast. Um, now, this is a really good fact for you. Um, the camera operator, George Richmond, shot the entire movie in 16 weeks with a handheld camera. Did really? That is, that is good. I like that shit like is that. insane. Yeah, that's like um, when... Um, what's his name? What's that, that zombie film on Netflix? World War Z. No, not World War Z. Uh, you saw Zack Snyder. Yeah, Zack Snyder. Army of the Dead. When he filmed on that, yep. the camera he bought on like a boot sale he got, or something. No, he got eBay. And he that's got it. lenses on yeah. eBay for it. Yeah. Oh, I love that. It's, nice. That's that's talented act. That's talented director. Yeah. So, yeah. When And when someone loves filmmaking like that, it spills out. And so just, just a reminder of his name, because I'm not sure what else he's done, but George Richmond, absolutely hats off to you. Yeah. Uh, that wraps me up on my six. So over to you, Connor, motherfucking T. Yeah, so I've been... Allocated some films. <laughs> Allocated. Um, first one on my list is uh, a 1999 Fight Club. Oh, shit. I forgot that was up yeah. first. Um, budget of 65 mil. Box office, 100 mil. Fuck me. Now, obviously, we had um, Ed Norton in it and um, Brad Pitt. Yep. Um, director and Ed Norton both blamed 20th Century Fox for this failure. Um, and Finch has even quoted to say um, that an unnamed Fox exec... And said, men do not want to see Brad Pitt with his shirt off. It makes him feel bad. And women do want do not want to see him bloody. Um, so I don't know who you made this movie for. That doesn't make sense. That doesn't make sense. That doesn't uh, make sense. That really doesn't make sense. If he got those notes, David Fincher, from an exec, that is a disgrace. Yeah. I don't know what to say. I feel sorry for this movie, and it's a shame, because uh, it even was renownedly booed at Cannes Film Festival. But yet again, now it's seen as an... Fantastic movie. Yeah. By everyone. I really love this film. I love it. But you know, I'd never understand about this film. I love this film because it's so grounded. Yeah. And it's so like, it's really gritty film. Yeah. And Finch is quite a gritty director anyway. Then you get to the end, then they're standing in the, in the skyscraper and all the buildings start collapsing. I think that's a bit off. Absolutely. Fuck it. Yeah. I don't know. Again, that, that to me spelled like a studio decision. Yeah. Same. Yeah. That's, that's really, really good to mention that. I, I think this was probably littered with 
regret of the studio yeah. and not trusting David Fincher and then look at all the films David Fincher's done for God's sake. So yeah, yeah it, it's a shame they, they didn't have trust in him and just let him do it. Yeah. And um, some true facts about this film. Let's have it. Um, Ed Norton in that scene where he's um, rapping saying punch me, Ed Norton actually punched him in the ear um, and that, Reaction's real from Brad Pitt. Yeah, really uh, David Fincher. I remember seeing a, a, a YouTube interview where he said he watched it back like ten times and laughed out loud and said, "You know what? That's going in the movie." Yeah, that was good to be fair. Um, and Brad Pitt felt his character wouldn't have the perfect teeth, um, so he took it upon himself to have his front teeth chipped. Why? Maybe I think makeup and prosthetics <laughs> can probably do that. You don't have to do it yourself. But that wasn't apparently not even in the script for his character. He yeah. just thought, "Oh, my character probably. I don't think he'd have good teeth." What? But, and then, I mean, spoilers. I mean, I'm not doing spoilers because 1999. <laughs> you've had enough time to see it. 24 years. But it's a figment anyway. Yeah. So he can have perfect teeth. That's that, actually that very true. Very yeah. true. Um, but yeah, anyway. Um, next film on my list. Yes. Um, Scott Pilgrim versus the World. You just rewatched it. I watched it last night. So this came out in 2010. Um, the budget was 85 mil. The box office, 49 million. I forgot it was that low. Now, this cast is oh, shit, yeah. um, stacked. You've got um, Chris Evans, yep. you've got um, Michael Cera, obviously, um, you've got Brie Larson, yep. you've got uh, John Schwartzman, I think is yes. it. Yes, Brandon um, Ralph. Yeah. Um, Mary Elizabeth, oh, is that the main girl? Oh, is that her name? I can't I remember. It might be something like that. You'll be but, better at this, you've watched it more than me. The cast is stacked. Yeah. The way this film is shot um, is brilliant. The uh, director, Edgar Wright, obviously, Shaun of the Dead, um, Hot Fuzz. That's it. The way this film is shot is like nothing you'll see. 100% agree. So cool. It's a comic book. Yeah. Kabow, kaboom. It's just brilliant. Yeah. The film is fantastic. Now, um, so the marketing was said to be heavily focused on nerd pop culture. <laughs> <laughs> this is due to Iron Man. Um, Scott Pilgrim screened at San Diego Comic Con um, in full. Uh, TV spots were only trying to appeal to nerds, which probably hurt it. Um, general audiences weren't interested in it. Um, but I mean... I watched this film last night and I was just smiling ear to ear. It's so good. It's a shame that. It's a, it sounds like, from what I read from what you just read out, it sounds like they saw the hype around Iron Man yep. and saw the hype at San Diego Comic-Con in 2008, which is a couple of years before this released, um, and then was like, fuck, we need that, we need that for our movie because yeah. our movie's more geekier than Iron Man, yeah. which it is. Um, and then they've... They've fucked up everything by focusing on that one point because um, I even looked back at a couple of the TV spots and trailers. They make no sense. Oh, so really? all they're doing is trying to say, look how geeky and nerdy we are. Me and you, Connor, are going to go see movies. Yeah. That's a fact. Yep. Families and, and average moviegoer audiences are not. They're going to go to something that appeals to them via way of trailers and TV spots. Yeah. So they appeal to people that are going to go and see the fucking movie anyway. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's really and Joel, I'm really excited for the um the anime that's coming out. What about that? Yeah, yeah. Because I, I tried to search on Netflix yesterday. It's weird. Netflix. I've got the anime coming out, but there's no the film's not yeah. on Netflix. I don't know if that's due to I can't remember who distributed this movie. I don't know if that's due to they have all the rights, whether it was Sony, uh, whether yeah. it was Universal, Paramount. I don't know if they've got the rights to show it on their streaming because the only one that ain't got a streaming service is Sony. Everyone yeah. else has got one. That's weird. Isn't it? Yeah, it's, a lot of, lot of gear. It is weird. <laughs> it's a lot of gear. You can check it out. Yeah, good movie though. Um, Fucking good movie. Great movie. Go and watch it. Um, next film, Black Adam. You've got some cracking ones here. Yeah. Okay, right. uh, came out twenty twenty two. Budget two hundred sixty million after reshoots. Uh, a lot of that was probably Dwayne's fee. <laughs> uh, but box office. 
393 million. Such a shame. Um, this film, I watched this film on the cruise. Yeah. So again, I didn't even go to cinema for it. So I don't know why. But I think, and you made note as well, I think The Rock's ego probably got in the way of this film. Well, this is a really good conversation actually started because you just said you didn't watch that movie in cinema, right? Yeah. I went to go see it in cinema. When me and you were talking on this podcast, when the trailers come out, you love the trailers. Yeah. So something happened to you, who's a big film fan, to not go and see this movie at the cinema. Yeah. Something happened to you. You might not know now, but is it was it The Rock's ego? I think it might have been the, the cons because this was we were just talking about undermarketing films. Yep. I think this was overmarketed, and The Rock was nonstop and was like, it "I'm was, really sick of this." It was nonstop. I so agree. Maybe that maybe that hindered it. Um, what else have I got here? Uh, oh yeah, obviously the change in hands at DC. Did you know that was the same week? I didn't know that. No, I didn't know. Didn't so know that. so what, what was it? Sorry, so this came out in late October, and then the same week, James Gunn and Peter Safran were announced as yeah. the... Why did they do that? Just wait. Because I, I didn't remember that it come out... I didn't remember that that announcement happened when Black Adam come out. Yeah. So what threw me was, again, the average cinema goer that's like, oh, the DC's changing hands yet again. Yep. They're going to go, oh, I'll just wait until this inevitable reboot. Yeah, what's the point of watching this? <laughs> no, it's a weird decision. That was a weird decision, yeah, I felt, yeah. That's odd. Um, another note that you've put in here as well... Um, it was too focused on hyping up Henry Cavill's return. Um, reportedly, The Rock refused to cameo in Shazam 2 uh, and nor, nor... Sorry, two separate points. So the hype on Henry Cavill's return was a bit yeah, too much. Too much. He, too ma- much. he made the whole movie around the post credit scene of Henry Cavill. Yeah, we love Henry. <laughs> we do. We love him so much. Get your own film right first, <laughs> then bring him in. Um, and reportedly, The Rock refused to cameo in Shazam 2 nor have Shazam cameo in Black Adam. That's really weird. Because they're, they're on the same line. <laughs> Does make sense. Uh, I completely agree. That to me is what hurt this movie and Shazam: Fury of the Gods. I saw Shazam: Fury of the Gods at the cinema. Yeah, um, not a bad movie. I actually quite enjoyed it. It's fun. Um, but you're trying to recreate, which I do. You know what I like? The Rock saw a gap and said, "Look, DC's fucking a shit show." Yeah, I'm going to try and build the universe around my character. He shouldn't have done that. However, he took a swing at it and he fouled. Yeah. Is Black Adam's at best a D-list character, maybe even lower down. He fucked up there. Yep. But what his biggest mistake was, if it, the reports are true, is refusing to cameo in Shazam, which would have helped that movie, and then allowing Zachary Levi to cameo in Black Adam, which would have also helped Black Adam. Yeah. They focused on Superman and um, and, Bla- and versus Black Adam, when the new DC heads were just changed, we all know James Gunn is going to do a new Superman movie without, like, it just, it, it yeah. was a total mess. Some of it was not his fault. Some of it was, and as you, the word you said, overmarketed. Yeah, but I should have said, if he said, oh, I'm not doing that, I should have said, no, you are. He said, no, I'm not doing it. He said, well, no film then. Exactly. You're out. See you later. Well, this is the danger. That's exactly right. This is the danger of giving too much power to a um, actor. Yeah. It should be the execs like Feige over at Marvel. He's the man. Don't try and question him. Yeah. If he says it, you're doing yeah. it. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Um, next one, uh, quite superhero heavy. It was a few yeah. superheroes. Um, 2021, The Suicide Squad. Yeah. James Gunn centric yeah. again. Um, budget 185 mil. Box office 168 mil. Oof. Now, I really, really enjoy this film. This is a fucking good movie. Yeah, I really do enjoy this film. I think what hurt this film for me the most is probably 
the, the Suicide Squad to come before it. Uh, I completely agree with that. Yeah. Completely uh, agree. Who, 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 David Ayer. David Ayer. Yeah. yeah. That was stinky. That was stinky. Yeah. And then again, Con, we're going to keep using the phrase average moviegoers here because not everyone's got a podcast. Not everyone goes out to the movies like me and you. Yeah. And not everyone watches every single movie that comes out like me. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying is I don't know why the average moviegoer audience would not have had confusion over is it a sequel? Is it a reboot? Hang on a minute. Harley Quinn's in it, but Will Smith isn't. I yeah. don't understand why... He should have just completely done a... He probably shouldn't have done this movie, if I'm honest. Yeah. He should have picked something else in the DC catalogue and gave... But he loves D-list characters, yeah. so that's why he's picked it. But I agree with Connor. There's lo- loads of factors, pandemic, etc. Yeah. But, and also, didn't this... Was this the one... I can't remember what, what's written down. Was this the one that released on HBO Max the same day? It was, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Release, yeah. So that's also a big... Don't do that. Yeah, you don't do that. A big yeah. spectacle like this needs to be the big screen. But Connor's right. I think the number one issue is the Suicide Squad, uh, sorry, Suicide Squad that come out in 2017 or whatever it was. Yeah, I'm quite surprised that James Gunn said, like, with the same day release, that like, yeah. he didn't kick up a stink. True. Because I think he's a big screen man as well. Then again, good point. My counter to that is he that this was his first job after being fired. He had no power. True. So yeah. uh, I know you all remember, but just for anyone that don't, he was fired after Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Um, and then DC, within three days, rang him and said, come and do something for us. Yeah. Um, he then, all right, I'll do Suicide Squad. So he's probably just desperate for a job. Um, and then, obviously, um, he was hired back for Guardians 3, which we done an episode last week at yeah. Weekly Cut. It's brilliant. Yeah. Just go see it. We do an in-depth breakdown. But good point there, though. If you think of James Gunn, oh, I love the man. I think he's fantastic. <laughs> I do. But fucking hell, he's got away with it, isn't he? It's, 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 it was really bad what he said, and he's really got away with it. Uh, I'm going to have to just go ahead and agree with Connor. <laughs> it was terrible what he tweeted. There's no amount of... There's no statute of limitations no. on Nazi jokes. Yeah, it's weird. It is weird. Uh, he got away with it. Yeah. He got away with it. But, I mean, he's delivering things like Guardian, so you yeah. carry on, son. Yeah. Not Nazi jokes. <laughs> You carry on making Let's films. not have Nancy jokes in Superman Legacy. Let's yeah, leave that. Just leave it. Um, next one. Now, this is a stinker. Oh, I don't um, remember what's on the list. What is it? Solo, a Star Wars story. Oh, yeah. That uh, is riddled. This was a mess. <laughs> so, budget for this film. Just bearing in mind that the Suicide Squad was 185 mil. Um, Black Adam. Just remind myself what Black Adam was. Where was that on the Boy, list? 260, I think it was. Did I even have Black Adam? Yeah, I did. Yeah, 260, I think. Yeah, that was, 260. Yeah. Now... The budget for this film was two hundred and seventy million. <laughs> Jesus Christ! And for a Star Wars spinoff. For a Star Wars spinoff, and it made three hundred ninety-three million. Do you know what? Serves them right. Yeah, serves them right. Um, now <laughs> the production of this film, as we said, nightmare. Um, so Phil Lord and Chris Miller, um, across the Spider Verse writers yeah. and producers, were directing originally, but were fired and replaced by Ron Howard. Um, Lord and Miller's direction was compared to Ace Ventura comedy. <laughs> Because they, if I remember rightly, they done Twenty One Jump Street, so yeah. they were probably trying to get into comedy aspects into this really charismatic Han Solo character, and it apparently didn't work. This is this is bad, and I think there's issues with the actor couldn't act. That's it. Was I don't know if that's true. But I, I did. Connor's right. I, I've read. I've seen loads of reports for years about this. Apparently, Ron Howard come in and made him have acting lessons. I can't believe that. Uh, his name's his name's like Aldridge. Kesh or something like that. He's, yeah. he's actually really good. He was in uh, Cocaine Bear recently. Um, but yeah, it's an absolute mess, as Connor said. Um, and I like the movie. I like it, yeah. I thought it was a good fun movie. It was really cool. Woody Harrison's character is a really... He's a dick. And yeah. you find out why Han Solo's like that because he was taught by this gunslinging 
person. He was his mentor. Yeah. I thought it was a really good movie. Emilia yeah. Clarke was in it as oh, well. Oh, yeah, of course yeah. she was. Um, uh, and um, oh, Danny, Donald Glover. Danny. Danny Glover. Donald Glover's lethal yeah, weapon. Yeah, yeah. Danny Glover played Lando Calrissian. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Which apparently is still on the books. We're getting a series. Oh, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> I'll leave that. Just, um, but also, a thing to note, uh, the last Star Wars film um, was extremely divisive. Forgot about that. Last Jedi. Yeah. Um, I didn't have I didn't have major issues with it, but the Star Wars community, when I say hate it, Connor, there's one here now. No, I'm joking. <laughs> uh, when I say hate it, they fucking hate Last Jedi. Yeah. So there was no one was sort of eager to run out to the next Star Wars movie. If you're a Star Wars fan, you're listening to this. Just comment on this on the the podcast post. Why do you get so? angry about things calm down because we're gonna be honest yous are the worst you are the worst yeah. yeah we we like star wars we do but the the the, the really diehard can get really toxic about yeah. star wars um yeah. so <laughs> i don't know you'd be interested to see like what what went wrong for you because a lot of yeah. people hate the fact that disney bought it um yeah. so i'd like lo- i'd love to i'd love to have an in-depth chat with one of these lads yeah or women uh, and just say what what exactly has gone wrong get involved let's um, know but yeah let's let's see because we're baffled we don't know <laughs> we're baffled uh, now, last one on my list, and this is a big one. Now, when I saw this on my list yesterday, I watched it again last night. Oh, I've just seen the figures for it. Yeah. So, final film, 2011, released Warrior. Fantastic. Fantastic film. The budget of this film is $25 million. At box office, this made $24 million. So, that's a loss even before marketing and whatnot. Oh, my face has gone really funny. Um, um, that is terrible, Com. It doesn't make sense. I mean, one one thing we said was... Maybe MMA wasn't, and like UFC wasn't as prominent back then. Yeah, 2011, what's that? 13 years? Yeah. No, 12 years ago, it, w- it wasn't. That, so, was, that was before Conor, McGregor was, uh, Conor McGregor's big thing. and Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I don't think there was much MMA hype for a movie. Yeah, and Tom Hardy maybe weren't the alias he is now. No. What? I can't even think 2011, well before Dark Knight Rises, which was 2015 Dark Knight Rises. So When was on that show, The Take? Do you remember The Take? Oh, bloody hell, it was BBC, wasn't it? Yeah. It was on um, that, but I don't know when that was. Yeah, that was years ago. But yeah, you're right. I can't think of, you know, Blockbuster. I mean, Inception was after that, of course. Yeah. Legends was after that. All these big movies. He wasn't a household name, and, it, and neither was Joel Edgerton, the main star. Yeah. Um, Nick Nolte, the dad, I know he got a Academy Award for it. I was going to say, he's brilliant. He's absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Um, he, uh, obviously, like, obviously brilliant, but he getting an Academy Award just goes to show how well-reviewed the movie was. Yeah. So again, unfortunately, Con, it's one me and you can't really shed a lot of light on. Yeah. As to why it failed. This film's got, it's got heart. It's got passion. It's got grit. Brilliant. It's got competition. Yeah, Yeah, the story. And I think, there's bits where I'm, I've seen it before, I'm still getting emotional thinking, (laughs) fucking, this is a a lot, this. It is so good. And you've got Kurt Angle. What more do you want? I completely forgot. Cobra, really? How did you (laughs) remind me? Oh, you just watched watched it, didn't you? I completely forgot about that. It had Kurt Angle. Um, Yeah, I've got no, I can't shed any light. I can't give you any advice on what may have gone there. That's really weird. Shame. Brilliant movie. One of the best sports movies I've seen. Yeah, I agree. I agree. That's my uh, list, yeah. That is it. That wraps us up. Like I say, there is so many more we could go through. It was really fun, actually. I think we should do this again yeah, like later yeah. down the line. It's yeah. really good. There is so many. We had Babylon this year. Connor needs to watch that because if yeah. anyone likes a score, my man likes it. Uh, Hor- Horitz, Justin Horitz. Justin Horitz, yeah. Lovely, brilliant. Um, so there's so many more we could say. Uh, so we'll save that for another time. But those are films we think deserved better. Yeah. And it's 100%. a shame. Uh, right now, it's time for What's on Our Screens. Okay, I've got some weird ones, so I'm going to go for you first. Um, well, I've just started a new job, so I've been 
Busy boy. I've been in London like, all week. But I watched Scott Pilgrim and, and Warrior yesterday. Nice. Um, and that is probably about it. Tonight, we've got a big one. Eurovision. <laughs> we have got Eurovision yeah. tonight. We cannot wait. Europe is going crazy. Is it set in Liverpool? It is, isn't it? Yeah, Liverpool this year, yeah. Um, right. I've got a couple. Uh, Renfield. I watched it. Oh, it's yeah. the uh, Nicolas Cage, Dracula one, Nicolas Holt. It's fun. Yeah. It was fun. Uh, it, probably went, it probably went too comedy aspect, yeah. uh, but it was really R-rated. Um, sort of the gore and stuff like that and, and Nicolas Cage was so funny as Dracula is it definitely a weird phase in his career yes without question yeah, yeah. unbearable weight was weird yeah this is even weirder but he did play a funny ass Dracula it was jokes yeah. um, however I do not like I've I got to be honest uh, what's her name Con Aquafina I don't like her no her I vo- think she's a bit too her voice grates on me I'm the same can't help it. Yeah, I uh, agree. I can't help it. Um, also, uh, I'm going to do this one first before the, the main one. Citadel. This has been ridiculed online. Mm. I thought it was actually all right. This is the one I'll remind you. This is the Russo Brothers Prime Video Spy Epic. Yes, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Richard Madden's The Star. Yeah. Um, and it's got it's one of the most viewed series this year and stuff like that, but it's just not doing well with reviews. Me and Jade watched it because we were watching Gogglebox and they were enjoying it. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, we're just fresh off the night agent, so oh, a bit yeah. sick of spies. Yeah, it's a bit too so, much. <laughs> um, and then lastly, I won't go into this too much um, other than saying, Connor, I know you're going to watch this and you can't wait to watch it. Uh, still a Michael J. Fox movie. Yeah. Uh, broke down more than once. Really in-depth look at Michael J. Fox, the icon that he was, the rising star that he was, what happened, how he hid the Parkinson's disease for seven years. Yeah. Um, and it's really interesting. It's one bit. Uh, in that time when he just wanted to keep working, I, it's a mad how no one clocked on. Basically, he said that when his left hand started the tremors and he didn't want to tell the world, so he hid it for seven years, he had to, when he was doing his show, he had to make sure his hand was always busy and no one ever questioned him because it's Michael J. Fox, literally. Yeah. They showed clips, and every single scene he's in, he's swinging his phone, he's picking up a sandwich, he's doing, he's never got his hands still, yeah, because it would it would tremor, and I just think to move on a bit like Chadwick Boseman, yeah, how he fought for four years with cancer or six years and still done movies and just just brilliant. You you're gonna love it, Con- yeah, Connor. Really- Connor loves Back to the Future. I do. It's one of my favorite films. It is. A it's really sad to see a few clips where he says like it's getting harder and I can't keep fighting it anymore. Yeah. Oh, um, it's there, he was on. He, there's a bit where he walks on the beach with his um, family, and it's just he can't, he just he can't do it properly. And it, yeah. it's just such a shame because one of the most charismatic charismatic men in the world gets Parkinson's. It's yeah, awful at 29. Fucking hell, I didn't realize that young. Yeah, Jesus. he had it for 30 years. He's had it since he was 29 years old. Blimey. Yeah, such a shame. Uh, that's me. Uh, now it's time for box of scraps. Box of scraps. What you got? You've been busy though. Yeah, I only got one scrap though, but Dude. this is a, a good scrap. Yeah. Um the rap rap TV on Twitter put out that Jamie Foxx, the family are praying um and they're feeling the worst because he's declining. Yeah. Now that's sounds to be false. Debunked. Family have come out and said he's at home playing pickleball. <laughs> pickleball. Is <laughs> is he's, he's, he's recovering well. So yeah. it shows that you shouldn't ever take everything at hand what people say on on, on the internet yeah. exactly That's and there were some big sites there which i'm really annoyed about yeah because we wouldn't have put it on our twitter unless there were some big sites yeah. so 
I really am annoyed, but I'm glad um, it's on our Twitter app weekly car. The full statement from her from his daughter. Uh, he's doing good, and, yeah. and I, as I said to you in the group chat, I've not got the emotional stability. No. If I lose Jamie Fox, I'm done. That man can do anything. <laughs> he can sing, act, rap. I actually think, even though he's renowned, I think he's criminally underrated. I think yeah. he's one of the best actors ever. Uh, so good. Um, uh, yeah, I've only got one scrap. Fourth and final season. Jack Ryan returns June thirtieth. Um, we're going to do a tweet on our Twitter. Um, it's June is be bonkers. Yeah, it is bonkers. So we're doing a tweet and summing up all our anticipated uh, projects in June and July. It's ridiculous. So go check it out. Uh, and that's the show. That's it. Yeah. Okay. So thank you for listening. Tell your friends. Leave a review. We love it. Please get in touch. Whether it's email uh, theweeklycut at gmail dot com or just tweet uh, tweet us. We reply to everyone, and we just like to hear other people's opinions. Yeah. And anything you want to see on the show um, next week. Whew, fast. And furious. Uh, It's the Fast 10. There's going to be a lot to break down the spoiler uh, post-credit scene that we spoke about earlier in the show. We're bringing a full review, everything you need to know, as well as all the news and trailers that drop in because I'm hearing summer coming. So uh, for now, I'd like to say thank you for listening. And thanks for having us in your ears.